Innal hamdalillah nahmaduhu wa nasta'inuhu wa nastaghfiruh wa na'udzu billahi min shururi anfusina wa min sayyiati a'malina may yahdihillahu fala mudilla lahu wa may yudlil fala hadiya lahu wa ashhadu an la ilaha illallahu wahdahu la sharika lahu wa ashhadu anna muhammadan 'abduhu wa rasuluhu Salawatullahi wa salamuhu alayhi wa ala alihi wa ashabihi wa sallama tasliman kathira Ya ayuhal ladhina amanu attaqullaha haqqa tuqatih wa la tamutunna illa wa antum muslimun Ya ayuhal nasu attaqu rabbakumul ladhi khalaqakum min nafsin wahidah wa khalaqa minha zawjaha wa batha minhuma rijalan kathira wa nisaa wa attaqullaha aladhi tasa'aluna bihi wal arham إن الله كان عليكم رقيبا يا أيها الذين آمنوا اتقوا الله وقولوا قولا سديدا يصلح لكم أعمالكم ويغفر لكم ذنوبكم ومن يطع الله ورسوله فقد فاز فوزا عظيما أما بعد فإن أصدق الحديث كتاب الله وخير الهدي هدي محمد صلى الله عليه وسلم وشر الأمور محدثاتها وكل محدثة بدعة وكل بدعة ضلالة وكل ضلالة في النار أيها المسلمون عباد الله فاتقوا الله تعالى فتقوى الله منار الهدى والإعراض عنها سبيل الشقاء اتقوا الله تعالى في الله سبحانه وتعالى أو مسلمز by doing that which Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala has instructed and by staying away from that which he has, for, for, has forbidden. For indeed, life or true life will not be achieved or happiness in this world it will not be achieved except by submitting unto Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala and submitting unto his instructions. And this is through obedience to Allah and his messenger and by responding to the call of Allah and His Messenger, as Allah Azza wa Jal said, Ya ayyuhal ladheena amanu istajeebu lillahi wa lirrasooli idha da'akum lima yuhyikum wa'lamu anna allaha yahulu bayna al-mar'i wa qalbih wa annahu ilayhi tuhsharoon. O believers, respond to Allah and His Messenger when He calls you to that which gives you life. Lima yuhyikum. Wa'lamu anna allaha yahulu bayna al-mar'i wa qalbih and know that Allah stands between a person and their heart. Know that Allah stands between a person and their heart. And what this means, as Ibn Abbas radiallahu anhuma said, is that Allah prevents the believer from disbelief and the disbeliever from faith. And this is what, we've, what we utter every Jumu'ah. مَنْ يَهْدِهِ اللَّهِ فَلَا مُضِلَّ لَهِ Whoever Allah guides, none can misguide. And whoever Allah misguides, there is none that can guide. وَأَنَّهُ إِلَيْهِ تُحْشَرُونَ And know that you will all be gathered in front of him. أيها الناس اتقوا الله تعالى فيا الله سبحانه وتعالى and know that iman, our faith, our belief, our aqeedah is the greatest ni'mah that Allah سبحانه وتعالى has favored us with. بَلِ اللَّهُ يَمُنُّ عَلَيْكُمْ أَنْ هَدَاكُمْ لِلْإِيمَانِ Rather it is Allah سبحانه وتعالى who has bestowed upon you Iman, has gifted and has guided you with Al-Iman. Thus, it is upon us to be grateful for this ni'mah. It is upon us to be grateful for this favor of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala of a tawheed 
that he has guided us and he has not made us of the people of misguidance or made us of the people of shirk or kufr wallahul musta'an so how do we show gratitude to allah subhanahu wa ta'ala for this favor as it is becoming upon us that we show gratitude for every favor that allah subhanahu wa ta'ala bestows upon us allah azza wa jal says inna alladhina qalu rabbuna allah thumma istaqamu that indeed those who say that our Lord is Allah and then they remain steadfast and then they remain steadfast and this is from the ways of showing gratitude to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala for the favor of Iman is that we hold firm to this Iman and that we show steadfastness that we are not Muslim one day and not Muslim the next that we don't make salah one day and give up or abandon salah the next that we have istiqamah we have steadfastness upon the obedience of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. When one of the Sahaba, radiallahu anhu, he asked, O Messenger of Allah, sallallahu alayhi wa sallam, tell me something about Islam, which I can ask of none but you. The Prophet, sallallahu alayhi wa sallam, said, Qul amantu billah, thumma staqim. Say, I believe in Allah, and then be steadfast. This is what is required of us. That we believe in Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala with true iman. With true iman and then we remain steadfast. That we hold firm to this deen of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala in our hearts, in our niyyah, in our belief, in our actions and in our speech. For this is true iman. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala guide us all. Ayyuhal ikhwatul muslimun From the signs of this deen and from being steadfastness upon this deen and from a tawheed and aqeedah of the muslim is mahabbatul islam wal iman is to love this religion of islam and to love iman to love and that faith is the most dearest of things to us and to love the muslims and to have our allegiance towards the believers at all times and at the same time to turn away and show enmity to shirk, to kufr, as well as the kafirin, the disbelievers, and to dislike and to hate them for their disbelief in Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. This is part of our iman. This is one of the fundamental principles of our iman, that we love for the sake of Allah, and we hate for the sake of Allah. Allah azza wa jal said, لا تجد قوم يؤمنون بالله واليوم الآخر يوادون من حاد الله ورسوله. Allah said you will never find a people who truly believe in Allah in the last day loyal to those who defy Allah and His Messenger. You will never find the true believers as being loyal or as being of those who take them as their allies and their guardians and their friends. Those who defy Allah and His Messenger. Even if they were their parents, children, siblings, or extended family. The tafsir of this ayah, some scholars said it was revealed regarding Abu Ubaidah al-Jarrah, who killed his father in the battle of Badr. He showed no loyalty for the disbeliever who was an enemy of Islam. Some said the part about your children was revealed regarding Abu Bakr, who was prepared to kill his son, Abdul Rahman for his disbelief in Allah. And some said that the part of Ikhwanihim was revealed 
due to Mus'ab ibn Umair radiallahu an who killed his brother or their family and there's so many of the Sahaba like Ali, like Umar and others who went and fought their own family in battles for the sake of Allah Allah then says for those believers Allah has instilled faith in their hearts and strengthened them with a spirit from him he will admit them to Jannat under which rivers flow to stay there forever. Allah is pleased with them and they are pleased with him. They are the party of Allah. Indeed, Allah's party is bound to succeed. And this is the people who have al-bara'ah, have enmity, have disavowal to people of shirk and people of kufr. Allah Azawajal also said, يَا أَيُّهَا الَّذِينَ آمَنُوا لَا تَتَّخِذُوا الْيَهُودَ وَالنَّصَارَىٰ أَوْلِيَاءَ بَعْضُهُمْ أَوْلِيَاءُ بَعْضٌ وَمَنْ يَتَوَلَّهُمْ مِنْكُمْ فَإِنَّهُ مِنْهُمْ إِنَّ اللَّهَ لَا يَهْدِي الْقَوْمَ الظَّالِمِينَ O believers, take neither Jews nor Christians as guardians. They are guardians of each other. Whoever does so will be counted as one of them. Whoever does so will be counted with, as one of them. Surely Allah does not guide the wrongdoing people. In an authentic hadith, Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam said, أَوْثَقَ عُرَ الْإِيمَانِ الْحُبُّ فِي اللَّهِ وَالْبُغْضُ فِي اللَّهِ That the strongest grasp of iman is to love for the sake of Allah and to hate for the sake of Allah. And the Prophet sallallahu alayhi wa sallam said, مَنْ أَحَبَّ لِلَّهِ وَأَبْغَضَ لِلَّهِ وَمَنَعَ لِلَّهِ وَأَعْطَى لِلَّهِ وَمَنَعَ لِلَّهِ فَقَدْ اِسْتَكْمَلَ الْإِيمَانِ Whoever loves for the sake of Allah and hates for the sake of Allah and he gives and he withholds for the sake of Allah, then this person has completed his iman. And he said, man There are three things for which whoever has these qualities, he, has taste, he will taste the sweetness of iman. The first of which is that he loves Allah or that Allah and his messenger are more beloved to him than anything else. That Allah and His Messenger are more beloved to him than anything else. That he loves a person except for the sake of Allah. And that he, he hates to return to disbelief after Allah has saved him from it, just as he hates to be thrown into the fire. These are the three things Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam said. If a person truly has these attributes and qualities, he will taste the sweetness of Iman. From them is to love and to hate for the sake of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. And we have the perfect example in Ibrahim, Khalilullah alayhi salatu wa salam. Where Allah said, Qad kanat lakum uswatun hasanatun fi Ibrahim wa ma'ah. That indeed you have the best of examples in Ibrahim and those who are with him. They said to the people, We totally disassociate ourselves from you and shun whatever idols you worship besides Allah. We reject you. We reject you. And the enmity and hatred that has arisen between us 
and you were lost until you believe in Allah. إِلَّا قَوْلَ إِبْرَاهِيمَ لِأَبِيهِ لَأَسْتَغْفِرَنَّ لَكَ إِلَىٰ آخِرِ الْآيَةِ Ibrahim and, his, and those who were with him disassociated themselves from these idol worshippers and made created enmity عَدَاوَةِ وَالْبَغْضَاءِ and hatred between them. The only way to fix up the relationship was حَتَّى تُؤْمِنُوا بِاللَّهِ وَحْدَهِ until you can worship Allah or believe in Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala alone. Ibad Allah, this principle of al-wala wal-bara, which is amity and enmity or loyalty and disavowal is one of the pillars of this deen. As we find so many ayat of the Quran and so many ahadith of Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam speaking about it. And clarifying its importance. And it also makes sense that those who love Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala will hate that which is the most hated thing unto him, which is kufr and shirk. And they will love the thing that is the most beloved unto Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, which is to worship Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala alone. Ayyuhal Muslimun, this principle of aqeedah does not change. Nor does it go away depending on where we are or which time and place we are in. This aqeedah is established for all of time and for every single place in the Quran and the Sunnah. So it's not for us to come and say today, well we are living here or we have this and things have changed, cultures have changed, time has changed, today al-wala wal-bara has to be removed from the deen. وَنَعُوذُ بِاللَّهِ We believe in the book of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala because it is salihah لِكُلِّ زَمَانٍ وَمَكَانٍ The sharia of Allah is perfect for every time and every place. And Allah azza wa jal revealed it out of His perfect wisdom and knowledge for every time and place. And whatever the Qur'an says is haq and it can never ever be changed. Those who changed it were the people of the book. يُحَرِّفُنَا الْكَلِمَةَ عَمَّ وَاضِعِهِ As Allah says in so many ayat, they distorted the, their, their books. They changed the words. They misinterpreted the teachings of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. So this aqeedah will remain forever. And it can never ever be changed or lost. At the same time, Islam teaches us that if you're living amongst disbelievers and they are not of those who oppress and they are not of those who are fighting you, then there's nothing wrong with being kind and treating them justly and fairly. This is also the teaching of Islam. As Allah says, لَا يَنْهَاكُمُ اللَّهُ عَنِ الَّذِينَ لَمْ يُقَاتِلُوكُمْ فِي الدِّينِ وَلَمْ يُخْرِجُوكُمْ مِنْ دِيَارِكُمْ أَنْ تَبَرُّوهُمْ وَتُقْسِطُوا إِلَيْهِمْ إِنَّ اللَّهَ يُحِبُّ الْمُقْسِطِينَ That Allah does not forbid you from dealing kindly and fairly with those who have neither fought nor driven you out of your homes. Surely Allah loves those who are fair. Sheikh bin Baz rahimahullah, he said, Hating them and regarding them as enemies does not mean that you should mistreat them or transgress against them if they are not in a state of war with the Muslims. Rather what it means is hating them in your heart and regarding them as enemies in your heart and not taking them as friends. Not taking them as people you, who are, you are close to and that you have a special type of love and affection towards. 
but you should not offend them. Harm them or mistreat them. If they greet you, then return their greeting. Advise them sincerely and direct them to do good. As Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala says, وَلَا تُجَادِلُوا أَهْلَ الْكِتَابِ إِلَّا بِالَّتِي هِيَ أَحْسَنْ إِلَّا الَّذِينَ ظَلَبُوا مِنْهُمْ And do not argue with the people of the book, except in a way that is best. Except for those who commit injustice among them. This is the balanced approach. This is true balance. Balance is not to throw al-wala wal-bara out of the window. Balance is not to say we love and tolerate every single thing. Balance is to stand by our aqeedah, our belief which the Qur'an has affirmed and to withhold the principles of al-wala wal-bara which is our loyalty and our disavow or amity and enmity. Ayyu al-Muslimun, the scholars of, of al-Islam have also mentioned that this avowal of the mushrikeen or should we say rather loving the mushrikeen which we established is haram is of two types the first one is at-tawalli at-tawalli is to love the disbelief is to love what the people are upon is to love their actions and love their beliefs and to appreciate it and not see anything wrong with it whether this is democracy whether it's grave worship whether it is whatever type of kufr or shirk but we have no problem with it in fact we feel it's something good if this is not the Sharia of Allah, if it's not, if it's something that's tantamount to disbelief and we feel there's good, it's khayr, it's, there's no problem with it and we actually prefer it and we love it and we love those who follow it, then this is an act of kufr in and of itself. This type of loving the, the people of shirk and their shirk can take a person out the fold of Islam. For Allah said, وَمَن يَتَوَلَّهُمْ مِنْكُمْ فَإِنَّهُ مِنْهُمْ Whoever takes them as guardians and allies will be counted as one of them. He will be counted as one of them. The second type is Al-Muwalah. Al-Muwalah is to love the disbelievers for a worldly reason. For a worldly reason. Without assisting them against the believers. And part of Tawalli which I forgot to mention is that you, that you love them and assist them over the Muslims. Like you fight with them against fighting the Muslims. This can take a person out the fold of Islam. Al-Muwala is the lower level, which is where we love them for worldly reasons, dunyawi reasons. And there's no assisting them against the Muslims. This is a major sin. The scholars of Islam said, this is a major sin, but it's not an act of disbelief. Because Allah said, لا تتخذوا عدوي وعدوكم O believers, do not take my enemies and yours as trusted allies. Showing them affection, giving them that mawadda, that love, even though they deny what has come to you of the truth. Meaning of the Quran and the Sunnah. And on this point, ayyuhal muslimun, this is something that many of us fall into. Many of us, we fall into what is known as Al-Muwalah, which is where we have some type of love and affection for a disbeliever for worldly reasons. For worldly reasons. And the most apparent of examples is what has just gone by over the last few weeks, where we sit and we watch sport for hours and we show affection and loyalty 
and amity and love towards kuffar, towards disbelievers who are kicking a ball around the field. And we will fight in their defense and show them exaltation, praise them and show our love and support of them. Yet they are enemies of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Yet they don't acknowledge Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Or they believe in things that are, all, we all know, tantamount to kufr and shirk. Wallahu musta'an. This is a form of al-muwalah. And this is the biggest fitna of sport in today's time. There's nothing wrong with sport in al-Islam, but there are strict rules and regulations regarding them. When it becomes an obsession, it becomes an obsession, it becomes haram. It becomes haram. When our loyalty is towards a certain individual, whether he is from Argentina or from Portugal, whether he is from Spain or from England, if he is a kafir billah, it's haram. If he is a disbeliever in Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, it's haram. Whether he supports Palestine, but he worships the son of Allah, so-called son of Allah, Allah musta'an, it is haram to love him and show him this type of loyalty. May Allah rectify our fears. Sheikh Saleh al-Fawzan said, Some Muslims with weak faith may admire the disbelievers while ignoring their disbelief and the evil fate that awaits them. What is the fate that awaits the kafir? Imagine a person with 20 ballon doors and is regarded as the greatest of all time and he dies upon kufr. He is khalidun mukhaladun finnar. He will be in the fire forever and ever and ever if he did not believe in Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala and the the messenger. The Sheikh said, such a misguided attitude may drive a person to think highly of the disbelievers and imitate their manners and evil habits instead of imitating them in their perseverance and preparation of the means of power. And this is an important point the Sheikh makes, that when we have this love for them, at times we start to imitate them and we want to be like them and raise our children to be like them in matters that is not befitting. So he says that to admire them for a certain quality is one thing. You can look at someone is a kafir, but we see he's got this perseverance. He's got this attitude of hard work, of achieving, of never giving up. That is something we can benefit from. That is something we as Muslims can take from and benefit from. But this doesn't lead to loving that person and exalting and praising that person. And this is where we need to draw the line. Wallahu musta'an. أقول هذا القول وأستغفر الله العظيم لي ولكم ولوالدي ولوالديكم ولسائر المسلمين من كل ذنب فاستغفروه إنه هو الغفور الرحيم الحمد لله على إحسانه والشكر على توفيقه وامتنانه وأشهد أن لا إله إلا الله وحده لا شريك له وأشهد أن محمدا عبده ورسوله صلوات الله وسلامه عليه وعلى آله وأصحابه وسلم تسليما مزيدا أيها المسلمون عباد الله اتقوا الله تعالى Once we've understood this principle the fundamental principle of عقيرة and belief towards the people of shirk and kufr 
then it's un- important to understand a mas'ala, another issue which stems from this issue, which is bihim, which is to resemble them. That not only are we not allowed to love them and exalt them and to overpraise them, but the Sharia is also very clear that we are not allowed to imitate them and resemble them. For the Prophet said, Man Whoever resembles or imitates and copies a people, then he is from them. Then he will be regarded or counted as, as one of them. In fact, the Prophet he warned us that many Muslims will fall into this. That many Muslims will fall into this imitation of the disbelievers. So he said, He said, You will surely follow the sunnah, the ways of those who came before you, handspan by handspan. Until you enter into the lizard's hole. Until you enter into that lizard's hole. So the Sahaba said, Ya Rasulullah, Al-Yahud wa Nasara, are you referring to imitating the, the Jews and the Christians? He said, Faman, then who else? But he said, you will surely follow them. Which means it's the time is going to come where we are going to imitate them. We are going to follow them. We are going to be blinded and we're going to be sucked in to being like these people. Even though the Quran very clearly states they are enemies of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala and the messenger. So it's extremely sad that we find today many of the Muslims rushing, rushing and being eager to imitate the kuffar. Not just in the dress code, not just in certain actions which we can still speak about, but to even imitate them in their festivals, in their days of celebration, in their days of worship, in their so-called holy days. Beyond these days, they're graduating one another, congratulating one another, sending out messages, hoping for blessed days, on days that are the worst of days, in the eyes and the heart of the believer. How can we say to somebody to have a blessed day on the day of Christmas? How can we say to the, the Jew when he's celebrating his holy day and the Hindu and to this one and to that one? When it's rooted in our belief that this is something that we hate for the sake of Allah. That this is something that we hate for the sake of Allah. It is either that we've lost the aqidah of al-wala al-bara. We don't have the amity and enmity. We don't have the loyalty and disavowal for the sake of Allah. We don't love and hate for the sake of Allah anymore. Or we are being hypocritical. Or we are saying to them, have a blessed day. Although deep down in my heart I'm thinking, this, you are the worst of people. Celebrating the worst of things. It makes no sense for the believers to come out and wish them on these days. Or to take part in these days. Or to share gifts on these days. Because this is not the Eid of the Muslims. We have only two Eids in Al-Islam. Two annual Eids in Al-Islam. Which is Eid Al-Fitr and Eid Al-Adha. Allah Azza wa Jal said, وَقَالُوا اتَّخَذَ الرَّحْمَنُ وَلَدَهُ لَقَدْ جِئْتُمْ شَيْئًا إِدَّهُ They say the most compassionate has, has offspring. You have certainly made an outrageous claim by which the heavens are about to burst. 
the earth to split apart and the mountains to crumble to pieces in protest of attributing children to the most compassionate. It does not befit the majesty of the most compassionate to have children. There is none in the heavens or the earth who will, who will return to the most compassionate in full submission. Indeed, he fully knows them and has counted them precisely and each of them will return to him on the day of judgment alone. And there are many other ayat where Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala speaks about the disbelief of the Jews and the disbelief of the Christians. For us to wish them on these days of disbelief is not befitting. In fact, it's haram and a major sin. It's haram and a major sin. Wallahu al-musta'an. It is haram and a major sin. Umar ibn al-Khattab radiallahu anhu said, stay away from the pagans on their festivals, on their days of celebrations. Because Allah's wrath descends upon them. Because Allah's wrath and anger descends upon them. This is the aqeedah of Ahl-Sunnah wal-Jama'ah and this is the aqeedah of the Muslims. There has been no ikhtilaf on this issue for centuries. It's only today and these days we have people coming about saying, there's nothing wrong to say Merry Christmas, there's nothing wrong to wish people, you have to love and tolerate every single thing. But this is not loving and hating for the sake of Allah. This is not al-adawatu wal-baghda' as Ibrahim salam said to his people, between us is enmity and hatred. How can we come and express joy, have a joyous day when you claimed that today the son of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala has been born? Where is the aqeedah of the Muslims? How are we expected to have glory to come back to this ummah, honor and victory to come back to this ummah if we've lost our aqeedah like this? As Umar said, we are people that has been honored by Islam. Allah has given us honor and strength through Islam. And we'll only be honored when we hold on to true Islam. Our strength, honor and victory will come back when we come back to true Islam. Which is the Quran and the Sunnah. Not some parts of the Quran and Sunnah, but the all of the Quran and Sunnah. And this includes this principle of Put forward, always give preference to that which is beloved to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala and beloved to the messenger of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Put this before your nafs. Put this before your desires. And inshallah through this, we will achieve success. هذا وصلوا وسلموا رعاكم الله على بشير النذير محمد بن عبد الله كما أمركم الله بذلك في كتابه فقال عز من قائل عليما إن الله وملائكته يصلون على النبي يا أيها الذين آمنوا صلوا عليه وسلموا تسليما وقال صلى الله عليه وسلم من صلى علي صلاة صلى الله عليه بها عشرة اللهم صل على محمد وعلى آل محمد كما صليت على إبراهيم وعلى آل إبراهيم إنك حميد مجيد وبارك على محمد وعلى آل محمد كما باركت على إبراهيم وعلى آل إبراهيم إنك حميد مجيد وارض اللهم عن الخلفاء الراشدين أبي بكر وعمر وعثمان وعلي وعن بقية الصحابة والتابعين وتابع التابعين وعنا معهم بمنك وكرمك وإحسانك يا أكرم الأكرمين اللهم أعز الإسلام والمسلمين اللهم أعز الإسلام والمسلمين اللهم أعز الإسلام والمسلمين وأذل الشرك والمشركين 
وأذل البدع والمبتدعين ودمر أعداءك أعداء الدين يا مولانا يا رب العالمين اللهم انصر المسلمين والمستضعفين في كل مكان اللهم وكن لهم ناصرا ومعينا ومؤيدا وحفيظا اللهم وعليك بأعداء الدين فإنهم لا يعجزونك يا مقلب القلوب ثبت قلوبنا على دينك اللهم يا مصرف القلوب صرف قلوبنا على طاعتك اللهم إنا نسألك الهدى والتقى والعفة والغنى اللهم أرنا الحق حقا وارزقنا اتباعه وأرنا الباطل باطلا وارزقنا اجتنابه ربنا آتنا في الدنيا حسنة وفي الآخرة حسنة وقنا عذاب النار عباد الله رحمكم الله وصلى الله على نبينا محمد وعلى آله وأصحابه أجمعين وأقيم الصلاة